Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we are live. There we are. Hi, everyone. Good morning. I am so excited to have this conversation. I'm going to get right into it. This is Dr. Andrew Pfeiffer. I'll have him introduce himself in a minute. Here's some things that you need to know. Um, he's very familiar with the program. He's done the program. He's got a lot of passion behind the program. And you're here to help us with the conversation about water. We know people have some straight up legitimate concerns. Some people need to be concerned. So let's let, break it down. Let's get right into it. Can you, I think the best thing for you to do is just to introduce yourself, maybe talk about what kind of doctor that you are and uh, no get it off that way. Welcome. For, for, thank you. Um, uh, Gina uh, and Tony and group, uh, of course, always a pleasure to, 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 to help out. Uh, big fans of you guys and of the program um, and certainly helped me in my life. Uh, for your members, I am um, a urologist and oncologist in uh, the greater Toronto area. Um, I do a lot of specialty work in cancer of the genitourinary system, a lot of pelvic health stuff. And um, as a urologist, uh, I, you know, and a surgeon, um, you know, water and metabolism and, um, you know, water balance and, uh, you know, are sort of fundamental things of what I you know, do with my patients all the time. Yeah. Um, past participants, I'm sort of always on the program right now, you know. Um, so it, it's worked out very well for me personally. And um, I've certainly learned a lot about myself uh, with the program and uh, very happy to help, um, you know, your members uh, understand a little bit more about what to do, what not to do. So what, when you talk about what you do, what organs and body parts are you, def are you talking about? So, so as a urologist, my expertise is the management of kidneys, uh, bladders, of, um, for, for men, prostates. Uh, for women, I do a lot of incontinence work. Uh, so mm. patients who are uh, having trouble holding their urine in, things of this sort. Um, I do um, a lot of, like my expertise really is minimally invasive surgery. So I do a lot of um, robotic and minimally invasive uh, surgery for cancer patients, um, prostate cancer, kidney cancer, bladder cancer, do a lot of reconstructions and build new bladders for patients with cancer, um, a lot, and anything genitourinary, which includes sexual function, um, you know, in men and women, um, and uh, a lot of other uh, things that, you know, that, uh, that I collaborate with, with the gynecology group, for instance, for, for females and uh, with uh, pelvic issues, of course. Okay, and now this is really general, but how is water involved in all of that? So, you know, as you know, the most important thing that I teach my trainees, right, is fluid metabolism. That is mm -hmm. one of the pillars of surgical practice, okay. no matter what you do, whether you're cardiac or, or plastic surgery or whatever you do, you know, what kind of surgeon you are, fluid metabolism and, and um, is, is the most important thing. If you have a dehydrated patient or somebody who has a fluid imbalance or an electrolyte abnormality based on their fluid balance, that presents a major health issue and often precludes patients from either healing well or receiving the necessary care that they need to get for their particular thing. So um, we spend, 
you know, eons in medical school and throughout uh, training as surgeons, understanding fluid balance. Yeah. And fluid balance is, 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 is one of the most fundamental, paramount things that, that, that we focus on in our patients by far. Can you maybe talk about like what you talk about, like fluid metabolism and fluid balance, like maybe just kind of explain what that is a little bit. Sure. Absolutely. So um, we all have a natural sort of uh, thermostat, I would say, in our body um, that tells us when we have too much fluid or too little fluid. So your body always wants to stay at this normal range of thermostat. Now, this thermostat is set um, really early in life. And sometimes the thermostat is too low and sometimes the thermostat is too high. It depends on a variety of things. Um, I always I like, to, like to understand that you have these sensors in your neck here. Your body's very, 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 very um, smart in that way. You literally have these sensors in your veins, in your neck that send messages to your kidneys on how concentrated your blood is how yeah and how like if, if your blood is too concentrated then your you, then your thirst is going to go up and you're and you're going to your body and you're going to say oh i need to drink more or if your body your body is too con let's say too um dilute right then your body's then it's going to send a message to your kidneys to make more urine and put more urine up because to level things out that's typically what happens and when you talk about fluid metabolism or water metabolism all the things that are in water in your body change as a result of how much water you have. So when you say it's like, I have too, too much sodium in your body or too much potassium or too much chloride, that does not, that, that's a concentration you're talking about. And it's not actually, you know, often the, the, the metabolites or the electrolytes that are off, it's the amount of water that you have that's housing those electrolytes, you know? Okay. So it, it takes a very tight balance. So when you move, your metabolism up and you drink more water, for instance, right? That fluid has to be of the same quality or the same electrolyte balance than your body. Because if, if you don't, your body's going to sense that, oh, I'm too dilute. Yeah. I'm going to pee it out. So mm -hmm. you, if you're, you know, we always talk about, um, to use a, a, a Gina word, leveling up, you know, yeah. the amount, the amount of, the amount of fluid that you have. And I think, you know, um, water is very important to drink. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, but you want, you really want to maintain, if you want to be, you know, super safe and super great, uh, you really want to maintain that electrolyte um, concentration, the same on what you drink. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about thirst because, you know, people are drinking, you take someone who's never did, didn't drink, obviously clearly enough water, not even drinking water. They start to drink water. Now, all of a sudden they're thirsty. What's with that? Can you trust your body when it's letting you know that you're thirsty? And there are there certain circumstances that you can't trust that? Yeah. So um, there are, let me, let me just take care of the, the, the very few things that can uh, have a wrong sense of your yeah. thirst in your Please. body. So there's yeah. a few things, right? There are conditions and medical conditions um, such as, um, you know, diabetes insipidus, mm -hmm. uh, which is a very, very, very rare, but very particular type of diabetes right. um, that you can have an unquenchable thirst in yes. your body. There's uh, actually a psychological or mental health issue called psychogenic polydipsia, which is a fancy way of saying that, that you're always think that you are thirsty, no matter what rare. Okay. And yep. some, the, the only time that can, that I, we see that in clinical practice is patients are on um, particular medications, which can alter that. So if you are on medications that maybe have that risk of, of, of messing with that, um, that thirst center in your brain, yep. um, which happens with, with medications, that's something you need to talk to your doctor about. 
But and those would be things that you would you would know and be diagnosed with your doctor. That wouldn't be just like you start to your water on program. It doesn't happen on random, you know, in the you know, those are very rare. I'm going to take care of the zebras, but for the the all the other uh, individuals, you can trust your thirst center, right? If you are thirsty, it means your body needs more fluid. Now, what you may ask, what how much fluid does your body need? Right. That's my, one of my next questions. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the, the third thing is you lose so much water in your body, in everything you do by breathing, by perspirating, especially at, at rest, you know, especially if you work out, you're losing a ton of water through your skin. This and, is one of my favorite things that yeah. you talked about the last time. I think people don't realize, right? Like just the amount of water the body needs, what it uses it's for and how important. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to like, yes. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> you bring up an excellent point. I mean, you, you, you lose water in everything that you do, what, everything you excrete, when you eliminate waste from your body, um, you lose a lot of water, right? So, so the basic foundations of, of replenishing your body with water um, varies from person to person, but mm -hmm. studies indicate that you need at least three to three and a half liters of water a day. When I say water, it's fluid, right? So yes. things that are electrolyte rich and not um, distilled water that are not that is not electrolyte that is not full of electrolytes things yeah. things like that are not good because you're going to be filling your water with really dilute stuff which is not that helpful for your metabolism yeah. so yeah you what, were saying what, what kind of water do you are do you have a preference of the kind of water that you suggest no I, I, you know i think that tap water you know, we're very fortunate to live you know at least in toronto uh with in a great great place that has a lot of electrolytes in the tap water we have. So you don't need to go out and buy fancy waters, you know, and so on. You can do um, a whole lot of things by, you know, um, Im improving the electrolyte content of water. There's a whole a variety of minerals and uh, electrolyte uh, things that you can add to water, which are really good and helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, those are great. I know that sometimes I think on the on the program, there are a couple of things that you do recommend in terms of making sure you have a good amount of electrolytes in your body. Yeah. Um, salting foods, also um, yeah. trace minerals, trace minerals to add in as well. Yes, yes, yeah. Exactly. Those things are very important. Um, it's not, you know, I don't I don't espouse, you know, um, sport drinks and so on, because I think there's a lot of chemicals in those and not really helpful, and yeah. especially the sugar containing ones. That's just drinking, you know, sugar and fucking <laughs> for your body. Yeah. But um, things that have the same you know, electrolyte content, you know, or making your own, you know, water that has the elect good electrolyte content is really, is really a safe way to do it. Now, three to three and a half liters is basic, right? Yeah. I know that you try to push up that water as, as much as you can. And I think that most people um, can are extraordinarily safe to do so. For sure. Um, yeah. You know, people with normal hearts, normal kidneys, things of this sort. If I, I will say that if you have a diagnosis, right, or if you, you're, you're watching a family member who's doing the program who has a diagnosis of heart failure, for instance, mm -hmm. or yeah. kidney failure, and they're put on a water restriction of 1.5 liters per day yes. um, or things of this sort. I know there were some questions on the post you paste you, you had yeah. yesterday. I want um, to talk about this yeah. because there are people who are concerned who need to be concerned. So let's like, like bring it right out for them. Let's talk, who are those people? And let's also talk about the fact that their body may have limitations, but it's not going to stop them from losing weight. Right. No. So everyone so needs to be mindful. This is the, the best in my in my view and my personal experience of the program is that there are so many ways to do the program well, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, there's the basic food plan, there's the water, there's, um, you know, being mindful of what you eat, there's portion control, all the things that you teach along along the way that you're, yeah. I think that people will get. 
Um, but if but if you can, and if you're capable of doing the water, the water is a really good way to to amplify. You know, yeah. it's sort of like the 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 you know the sauce here, the the grout that pulls everything in. Definitely um, helps. You know, it definitely helps. Um, but I will tell you that um, there are people from a medical standpoint. These are not rent, like these are not healthy people, um, but med people who have um, followed by cardiologists, who are followed by nephrologists, whose uh, family doctor has given them diuretics because they're retained too much water to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, diuretics help eliminate the, uh, the body, uh, help the body eliminate fluid. Um, mm -hmm. These are people who um, should have discussions with their yeah. primary care doctors and their specialists about what is a safe water intake, right? So in general, I think that it is extremely safe because you have active people, you have uh, people that are uh, going about their lives and really amping up what they're doing with the program and water intake is very safe. Um, fluid intake, very safe. But there are, is that minority of people who need to kill it on the program doing other things, right? Yes. Yeah. With, with a very, very personalized and appropriate water intake. And they would, again, they would know this or they should know this because they would be talking to their doctors and this is such a, I mean, you're a doctor, right? Like, I mean, most, everything we suggest on program and plan for the most part, super healthy, but there are some circum special circumstances. I'm sure you would advise people in doing the program itself, in knowing the changes that happen to work hand, like, can you, can you talk yeah. about the importance of working yeah, with your I mean, I, Well, sure. One of the, one of the, I think one of the great things about, you know, why I support you in the program, uh, you know, very objectively is that. It's not really, um, you know, fit everybody into this cookie cutter kind of yeah. mold, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because not everybody's going to do well with everything on the program yeah. based on these specific things. Um, water is one of them. And, you know, if there's questions about water, you need to speak to your doctor. Um, you, need to, you need to do your due diligence and be your own health advocate to make sure that you can go about the program in the most efficacious way you can. But for everybody, for generally speaking, it's very important to know that you need a lot of fluid on a regular basis to maintain your, your homeostasis. Yeah, and can you, I love that you, what you talked in the video that we posted, that one of the reasons why the ask, and it's not like an excessive ask, right? It's just that it's probably more than what people are used to, yeah. but it's because we have people yes. eating so often, right? Like the, like the average person just trying to, you know, live their lives doesn't need to be as focused on the water. It's one of the reasons why you do need that is because the amount of foods that we're processing and digesting. Exactly. I mean, we, we are, um, People on the on the program, I know this because I've done it, you know, for a while now, um, successfully. Um, you know, you, you eat a lot more than you than you actually know, and yeah. um, you know, and if you follow the tenets of the program, increasing the the substance in what you're eating, leveling up your uh, the the types of foods that you're eating, and getting out getting the garbage out of your out of your diet. Um, your body is metabolizing, the, you know, the, the furnace is turned up in your body uh, and you need water to maintain that furnace. Metabolism requires fluid. Every fundamental biochemical reaction in your body requires water. Oh every, my God. Single, every single thing. So if you are dehydrating yourself and not doing well, and I'm guilty of that before this, I would, I would do 12 hour surgeries and not drink the whole day. And I felt terrible after. Yeah. And I, I recognize that about myself that I was just doing it unconsciously because I was a slave to work. But um, changing water in my life, changing my water intake in my life certainly allows me to go to the bathroom more, of course, but certainly um, absolutely positively improves the quality of 
of how I feel, my joints, I don't get headaches anymore. Yeah. Things like this are really, really, really important. Um, and I, I, would, I would encourage um, you know, those that are a little bit more cautious on the program uh, who you know, really are like, well, I don't wanna do, do water. I don't feel like I need to, I'm always in the bathroom. Well, you know, that, that, that barometer, that, 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 that sensor in your neck, if you do it for a little bit longer, that sensor can change. And okay, you yes. will maintain yeah, that's let's talk thing. about that. Let's talk about that because it's very similar to it's like set point. It's homeostasis, right? So we're making change. And this is why plateaus are so important. We have to lose weight in the right way is that we, we're, we're lowering our set point, but that takes time for the body to readjust everything. And then you make change and the body's constantly readjusting. So it some things take the body time to adjust and, and adapt to. Why is it that when people start drinking water, they go from no water, obviously, which can't be healthy, drinking more water, and then they're in the bathroom every five freaking seconds. So what is that about? So um, your kidneys, like as I as I mentioned, your you, you know this this sensor in your neck okay. tells you know if, if you drink a ton of water right away and you and you you know you you're, you're, you're what the word the medical word is osmolarity, which is a measure of concentration. Okay. And if, you're, if like the it. concentration of your blood is goes down and there and 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 you have more water or free water circulating, your sensors are going to send a message to your kidneys to make more urine. Right? right. And if you make more urine, more urine is going to be delivered down to your bladder and you got to go to the bathroom more often. So mm -hmm. typically that's what happens. So people are like, well, I drank and I'm, I'm going to the bathroom every 20 minutes. Well, you know, if, you know, if you change the way you consume that, that fluid also, um, it also will help you. So I know, I know from being on the program myself, you don't recommend people gulping down liters of water at one time. That's not really a super healthy thing. You want to maintain that level throughout the day, um, you know, get a, get a water bottle and just, you know, keep sipping and keep, keep, you know, before you know it, you're three, four or five liters in, um, a uh, you know, and, and that's a healthy way of doing it because you will find you will not go to the bathroom more often. Now, as a urologist and somebody who operates and treats medically patients with incontinence, no question that if you drink more, there's, and you hold your urine in and you don't go to the bathroom in time, you will have, you know, if you have, you know, um, pelvic floor weakness, um, let's say a typical 65 year old lady with, um, has three, has had three vaginal deliveries and she has, you know, a mild, you know, when she, she may leak when she coughs and sneezes, yeah. things like this. I mean, I see yeah. that kind of all the time. Mm. And, you know, that is the person that needs to um, focus on not only um, maintaining their water intake, but on a consistent basis, but going to the bathroom more regularly by the clock and not by feel, because you don't want your bladder to stretch too much. You may okay. want to go to the bathroom every two hours if you need to or not, but okay. also a fundamental way in which to improve your quality of life is to focus on your pelvic health and your um, your muscles. You know, everybody's heard the word Kegel exercises in their yeah. past. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, Kegels are the most now. exactly. Ke you know, Kegels <laughs> Kegels are the, are the are the most basic fundamental thing that oh. you can do to strengthen your pelvic health. It will improve your elimination of waste, both solid and fluid waste. It will. Um, it, it's fantastic for for patients who are experiencing sexual dysfunction. Um, so it really do, it does help. And if you, you know, if you don't know what Kegel. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bizarre, how to do it, what, what to do. There's tons of free resources online. Um, and the best thing to do is to get yourself a pelvic physiotherapist. There's about a billion that are around who are fantastic. Uh, yep. there's, a great, there's a great website that I, I have no part of, but I send to all my patients to. It's yep. pelvichealthsolutions.ca. It's a fantastic uh, resource for pelvic physiotherapists. So um, I, I love this conversation. I, I heard this in the notes of women concerned. Like, I just can't, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm peeing my pants mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And the, the go-to is like, I can't drink enough or I can't drink it. But what you're saying is like, it could be an underlying thing where actually if you do your Kegels and you address your pelvic health like that, it's not, don't drink the water. It's, you might have some underlying issues that you, that you can it, help level up that will help. It's, it's unmasking a problem that you may yeah. just be, just be, just be, getting by by being dehydrated you don't leak you're dehydrated and that, oh. that's a, that's a kind of a very common thing i see well you're like i leak and so when i have to go out of the house i don't drink because yeah. i don't want to leak so it's very common and it's a natural reaction that, that people have but if you dehydrate yourself and rob your body of 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 health in jet you know in general uh just because you don't want to leak and have sort of a, a socially um awkward situation which is totally understandable um there are things you can do to help yourself down below that will help you above and um that's that's the key to it and um you know there are a lot of people who who see patients like that so you know if you have a problem don't be embarrassed there are many many people who are who have the problem who are not talking about it go see a health provider and uh there's a lot of stuff that can be done what well, would you know, like how, how long, I know it obviously would be dependent on how consistent people are with their water, but what's a good time frame when those ba- trips to the bathroom should kind of level off a little bit? Is that like, is that when would you know, like you had a, an issue as opposed to you just not drinking enough? Well, I think that, um, you know, there's several different types of bladder, you know, going to the bathroom, bladder dysfunction that can happen. There's, oh. the, over, there's the overactive type where mm-hmm. you, you have to go to the bathroom so badly that if you don't get there right now, you're going to have an accident and you, you, feel, you feel it happening and you can predict it. And yeah. then there's the type, there's the type where um, you have what's called pelvic floor laxity or weakness where you cough and sneeze, you may lose a drop, things of this sort, um, you know, associated with things like prolapse and yeah. anatom- real anatomic issues that can be fixed. So yeah. And then there's the mixed type and there's a little bit of both. And there's sort of that gray area where people have experienced experience both types together. So um, I think that um, if you follow the plan, right, uh, in terms of the, you know, your, your, what you, what, you know, the weight loss, you know, uh, basic food plan and the, and, and the water and so on, uh, I think that you have to give your body at least a couple of weeks to get used to a new level of oral intake, at least mm-hmm. like three to four weeks, something like that, where you're going to notice you're going to the bathroom more, more readily. If you drink more, you're going to go to the bathroom more. If you, you know, if you go to, if you, if you go, um, you know, for a couple of drinks at night on a Friday night, 
you're going to go to the bathroom more because alcohol makes you go to the bathroom. It's right. what comes in has to come out at some point. But it, once your body sees that you're that you really want to maximize this this fluid content in your body and be healthy, your 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 barometer is going to go up a little bit, and yeah. you're going to not retain water so much, but you're going to be more comfortable with 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 um, a different quality, a different you know a different mix of of um, of um, electrolytes in your body. Now, electrolytes are very important to keep within a certain range. Yeah. Okay. Your body lives in this range. And if it's outside of this range, things go, things go haywire. Potassium, yeah. for instance, sodium, for instance, if you, you know, but if you, you know, I told, I, I always espouse this. If, if you follow and want to increase your fluid intake, you really should do it in a safe way as you do on the plan, right? By all the nutrient rich foods and the, and the basic minerals and all this, you really want to keep that concentration stable. That's all, you know, that's a safe way. Yeah, because for people who have these issues, it's still important to be hydrated, right? Like it doesn't negate the fact that your body still needs the fluids to be properly hydrated, even if it has a hard time kind of processing them, correct? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, it, it goes it goes without saying that if you if your heart is uh, if you you know if you're a per, if you're if you're a uh, member on the program right now who wants to lose weight very very badly but has a heart problem unfortunately right the uh, and is on a fluid restriction by your cardiologist that is not a person who um, can really benefit from increased water uh, to to you know because that that becomes a bit of a dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, but we're not talking where we can talk about those those very lovely individuals who are trying very hard yeah. who um, who are following the gina plan uh to the to the t but can't really participate in the water aspect and that's okay because yeah. as i mentioned there's about 10 different areas to, to really you know amp things up yeah because the water helps but it, like health issues don't hinder your body from releasing fat like even it's because of the health issues that your body wants to like level up and get rid of the fat right so yeah a lot, exactly i mean weight loss is associated with sorry weight gain and adipose tissue is yeah. really associated with almost every type of condition you have there are studies associated with cardiovascular disease with cancer with um, you know, inflammation of the joints. Uh, so your body wants to be the leanest person that you can be. Yeah. You no, know, everybody that's different. There's no one body size that's perfect for everybody. But you, you know, your body is always looking to do that and looking to protect itself. So disease, uh, if you have conditions and so on, um, aside from those who are on medications that make weight loss difficult, because yeah. there's certain medications that do that. Mm -hmm. um you know i think your body's always amped to really try to lose weight um and as you as you say and i totally agree from a medical standpoint diet is 90 percent. you yeah. know mm -hmm. and, and that's really what really the most important thing what about um small bladders small bladders um i saw a lot of questions about i have a small bladder i can't like what what's that yeah. about so so people you know depending on like you know bladders are really they grow with the person you know, so there are people who uh, who have very, very small bladders just because that's the way they're built. There are people who have small bladders because they have conditions that make their bladder smaller. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's certainly possible. So um, for those individuals, it might be a little bit harder to store urine for longer period times and maybe going to the bathroom more and more. Um, certainly understand their concerns and so on, that I have a small bladder or my doctor said I have a small bladder. Mm -hmm. I have rarely as a urologist who looks into thousands of bladders per year. 
I have very rarely if ever called somebody a super small bladder unless they have really, really have something that, that makes them that. And I, you know, so it's, 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 it's sort of a, a, a grab bag diagnosis that's thrown around a lot. That's very inaccurate in a lot of people. Good to know. Let's talk about when you're cutting people open. That yeah. can you, you can, you can, can you tell if someone is dehydrated uh, based on just looking inside their guts? So 150%. Um, it, you know, we, we tell when people are overhydrated, which we, we can tell when people are underhydrated. Um, you can see when you're looking in, I mean, I don't want to get, you know, too, 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 um, too, uh, I guess too graphic, but when Please you're do. looking, yeah, <laughs> but when you're looking, when you're looking, I have I have the great privilege of, of doing some pretty um, pretty cool operations on people yes. with 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 uh, with cancer, and I have a great op- you know great uh, it's a it's a great honor to help these people, and um, I can tell when looking at their major major vessels in their bodies in their bellies uh, whether or not their their fluid underhydrated or overhydrated, or whether or not I need to speak to my anesthesiologist to say you need to give this patient more fluid. They're dehydrated. The body. You know, fluid, I think, the, I think the most important thing what I'm trying to get to is that fluid is distributed quite equally mm. in the body. So you're going, to, you're, you're going to increase the health of your guts, your liver, your pancreas, uh, all of the most important, really, you know, crucial organs, your kidneys, right? Everything needs to see a certain level of blood and dehydration can be associated with, with, with poor function of every single organ. Every single organ. That's true. 100%. The average person, what do you think they need to worry about more? Dehydration or overhydration? Like realistically? Realistically, dehydration. It's a common, it's, it's a very common thing. People don't, don't uh, walk around dehydrated and they're used to it. And they're, they're, they're used to seeing their urine color as, or as, as, as a yellow or an amber or something like that. And they're used to seeing that concentration and they feel weird if they're hydrated and they're, and they're urinating, you know, urine that is white or very clear, that's dilute, you know, it, it, it's, I think, I think people are very used to be dehydrated in general yeah. in the population because yeah. we don't do a great job. We're all busy. We're all trying to work out. We're not replenishing our fluids, replenishing our electrolytes, you know, and we, we need to be more aggressive with that. And I think it's a very important piece of the puzzle. Speaking of being busy, you are, I mean, I can't, like, you're busy, so busy. Um, you did the program successfully. People were asking tips. You got tips? Yeah, so I got tips. So I, <laughs> okay, so, so, so I got tips. Um, I think that, um, I think that Pete, I, you know, the funny thing is, is that um, my nurses in my, in the operating room know that I will be taking a bathroom break midway through an operation, you know? Uh, they know that already. And I mean, it's, it's funny because if you drink more, you're going to be, um, you know, uh, urinating, you know, urinating, going to the bathroom more. Um, there are days where I'm, where Sorry, I'm I, I got to stop because, yeah. you know, I hear people who are like, oh, I just can't get to the bathroom because of this. I mean, here you are, you got all the excuses in the world. Like you're going to be operating on people. You can't go to the bathroom, but you're also recognizing so, the benefits of being hydrated. It's not letting think- it's stop you, you ah. see, I, th- I think i think the big difference here is that people have to understand that weight loss and um, putting your body through this process you know however long it takes you take you three months three years right is a medical thing mm-hmm. going to the bathroom because you're drinking more water to improve your health okay 
is a medical thing. It's a medical reason that you need to go to the bathroom. So nobody in your workplace should be telling you that, well, look, I, you should, you know, why are you taking so many bathroom breaks? That's, that's kind of ridiculous, you know? Um, I can tell you that um, there should be a reasonable accommodation for people, you know? People should not be embarrassed that they have to go to the bathroom. People should just understand that as their body changes, right, when they're on the program, that they should be afforded the, um, you know, the opportunity to uh, do what humans do, and that is to relieve themselves when appropriate, you know? Um, and, you know, and that's, that's a very important part of sort of integrating the program into your, into your life. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, not unique. Everybody's busy. Everybody's doing different things. Um, but uh, I found a way, even on very, very busy days, to uh, still make sure that my uh, flu intake is good, that it may not be the best, it may not be optimal, you know, on days where I'm super busy. But um, I think one of the um, one of the funny things that um, my wife tells me is when I have an off day, is that uh, they say there's nothing that you do one day that you can't undo the following day, or something, some, 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 some powerable, you know, that I think. I've heard is, that. Uh, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you're not always, you know, you're not always, you're nobody's perfect. We're not, you know, we're not all going to do everything all the time. But I think that um, the most important thing is to have it in your mind that you need to amp up your, your, your fluid balance and so on. Uh, commensurate with um, the, you know, the food program and making sure you're getting those fundamental minerals and and electrolytes in as well to make sure that's equal to what you know what comes comes in is equal. Mm -hmm. And um, if you do that, um, you know, 90% of the time, you know, or 50% of the time, or whatever is right for you in your life, uh, it's better than what you started at. No yeah. question. Yeah, so good, so good. I'm cognizant that we're kind of we're totally out of time, yeah. but I do want to ask because I know people after watching this segment will have questions, which obviously you 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 will not be coming into the group and answering, but they can take these to the doctor. What what's advice? What kind of advice would you or the things that people would ask? I guess it would be individual to the concern when they go to their doctor. Like if I go to my doctor, I'm like, how much water should I drink? Should I be concerned? Are there tests that people can take? Just any tips for so, that? Um, so yeah, so I think that. Um, People who are generally healthy can make sure that their um, that their you know regular routine blood work is good, kidney function is good. Mm -hmm. That um, if you are a person with especially let's say family history or personal history of cardiac disease, uh, that you know your heart is good. Everybody should have you know above a certain age. And don't quote me; I don't remember because I'm not a cardiologist. It might be 45 or yeah. 50 uh, yeah. when uh, you start thinking about getting sort of just a, a regular check for your heart to make sure your cholesterol is good. You may want to get on a treadmill and to see if everything's okay, prevent, you know, preventative strategies, things like that. Um, you want to have that, that deep conversation with your doctor who should be a supporter. Um, and I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll speak to that for one second. Um, yes, you know, it, it, you know, there are many people who are in my field who are not open to different ideas about health you know, and uh, who will say, look, you need to lose weight. I have no idea how you're going to do it, but you need to lose weight because your cholesterol is up. You're, you know, we're worried about this. You're, you may, you're pre-diabetic, this, that. Um, you need to have honest conversations with your primary care doctor saying, I want to change my life and I need to know how I am right now um, because I'm going to take this plunge. I need to, I need to make sure that, that I'm okay to do this program if you have concerns about it. But you know, again, the vast majority of people should jump, should be able to jump right in without any issues, you know. Um, 
So you want to ask your doctor about that. And if your doctor is a, um, uh, I would say a hater, you know, and who's not, who's not um, interested in understanding what your personal goal is um, and who is not willing to support you in this effort and work with you, um, there are other people to talk to because um, as a physician, your fundamental role is to support your patients and make sure that their, um, you know, their health is number one. And, uh, and some people with medical issues can do this with their physician to make sure that they're doing it safely. Mm -hmm. uh, some people don't need, I mean, there's no way that people need constant follow up with their physician when they're on the program if they do everything that you say. You know, and that's the truth. Um, if you level up and do all the things, portion control, uh, make sure your fluid is good, make sure your electrolytes are good, and uh, increase the level of um, of, uh, of uh, good proteins and good foods and nutrition things, your body is going to react, and you're like, "This is the greatest thing ever," um, and you're going to lose that weight, and you're going to, and your doctor is going to say, "Why? How did you lose all that weight?" You know. <laughs> And, and then you're going to tell them. And that's the yeah. truth. You know, I mean, uh, and, you know, finding ways to, to, to balance your life in the program are certainly very important. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're, it, one last thing is that, you know, when I'm in the operating room and I'm operating and I'm running out and I'm between my cases, I'm always um, have a little, you know, Gina approved snack there to make sure that 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 I got I get you know whether it's a fruit midday or a lunch you know and then nuts and then vegetables and whatever it is you know maintaining that program yep. that's what I do and yep. it keeps me you know satiated throughout the day it keeps my water intake uh, water intake up that's how I do it um and just getting back to the physician you know physicians should absolutely be able to support your your members in in their in their journeys yep. towards improvement and that's the truth. The end, the end result here is very individual. People may want to lose five pounds, 30 pounds, 100 pounds um, and um, taking ownership because I think I think really the, the most important thing is taking ownership over your life. Yeah. And I think that um, I certainly did that myself. And uh, I think that that's what you uh, that's what you, um, you you know, you correctly assert taking ownership over your decisions. Yeah, and then it's conversations like this that the reason why we have on amazing guests like Dr. Pfeiffer is to highlight these conversations to empower you with the with the basic knowledge that you need to go to your doctor and have these conversations. Let's normalize going to our doctor, open lines of communication, being honest where we're at, where we're looking to go. You know, it's 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 these kinds of it's is you know also it's people like you taking your time. You are a busy man. Uh, you don't need to come in here. And, okay, and my pleasure. And we're honestly so, so, so truly grateful. And again, if you're watching us right now, this is what this is about. This is about kind of like presenting the information. And now if you have concerns after the fact, really, really like open the lines of communication with your healthcare providers and have these kinds of conversations. Exactly. 25,000 people in the group, the program will work for everybody. But this is the part where you can make it individual to your needs, address your concerns and such. I can't even with this conversation. It's so good. You're always oh. amazing. You're always so good with your time thank you so much um, it's my pleasure gina and i you know big fan of, of of you and you've changed my personal life with you know with weight loss that i i had and uh you know uh i just i wish you and uh the team uh success with this program with the current uh cohort and wishing everybody who's uh following you uh, a great success on their personal journey as well and just you know fluid is good be safe about it talk to your doctor you know, and, um, and um, I know that everybody on the team is well suited to answer a lot of the questions that people may have. So yeah, just wishing everybody all the best. Thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your all day. Uh, bye, everyone. Take care. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.